0: there's no discipline with these girls they get to do whatever they want and get whatever they want all the time
1: and he said mom i think i really want to go into acting so we were like okay acting great what's your plan
2: hello parents of adult children i am sister jicks and you're listening to the ear of a sister podcast as sister jicks that's G-I-X, you need to know that I am not a nun. I am simply a mother of adult children, and I am one of six sisters in a very large family. You have found the place where you can feel free to just vent about the decisions made by your adult children. Their decisions might just be silly or irresponsible, cringeworthy, or possibly even heartbreaking. This is the place to let it out. I'm here to listen. Venting to my sisters has been helpful to me as I've processed the independent decisions made by adult children. So I am here for you now as Sister Jicks. I would love to have you join our vent session by emailing me at earofasister at gmail.com. That's earofasister at gmail.com. You can simply write down your vent and I will read it on this podcast or Let me know that you'd like me to send you a link, and I'll record your vent to share with our audience. My ear is here. Let the venting begin. Next on the line, we have Eileen. Eileen, my ear is here. Let the venting begin.
0: Well, I have a daughter who is beautiful and smart, and she has a beautiful voice, and she is a great mother to my granddaughters. However, she doesn't do anything she says. Like she'll sing Disney songs with them, but she'll go, Eileen, do not feed them any junk food, but all she ever does is feed them junk food. She'll say, don't buy them anything when they ask for things. However, we were like at Legoland this weekend and if they want to go to the souvenir store, she takes them there and I'll say no. And she'll like, they'll know... Just to go to her and they'll get it, even though she said no to me, or I don't know. She just, there's no discipline with these girls. They get to do whatever they want and get whatever they want all the time. And it drives me nuts that she'll tell me, don't do it, but then she's doing it 10 minutes later. Anyhow. it's constantly with the food. It's constantly with the toys and the materialistic stuff. In it, and the food habits are terrible. They don't have to sit on a table and eat dinner anytime. You know, they can be standing around, they could have snacks all day. But when it's dinner time, they're picky eaters. And they can just pick and choose and have dessert before dinner, which is crazy or not eat, you know, they won't eat vegetables, they won't eat fruits, but they can have Ice cream and they can have all kinds of craziness. So, sugar stuff.
2: Well, when you are caring for these grandchildren, do they expect the same sort of non-rule following?
0: Yeah, if the parents are not around, it's great. But if she wants to come along with us, then if we're going, she always wants to eat at restaurants. They always want to get the most expensive meal. At the same time, they'll take two bites of that or I don't like it. And with her around makes it difficult. When they're not around, they'll ask, but I'll just say no, and they'll actually be pretty good.
2: So these kids understand that things are different when their mom is not around, and they actually do. They have the ability to follow some, uh, I don't know, limitations when you are the one in charge. Sometimes they will say, well, if my mom was here,
0: I can get it. Or my mom would say yes to me.
2: Oh, that's definitely an issue. Oh my gosh. Eileen, I know that you are not the only parent of an adult child or grandparent now that we're talking about grandkids that has these issues. I, I have had somebody else talk to me already with a similar situation about the frustrations of that's how you're raising my grandkids. You know, when it's like, that's not how I raised you. Why are you doing this? And it, I know it sounds just by how you're talking that, that you love your family members, but. Sometimes it feels good just to vent to someone who's anonymous and doesn't even know these people. I'm going to tell you that you have an extreme amount of patience and I hope that you continue to. I hope that listening to this podcast allows you to feel okay with, with, you know, our kids don't, aren't always perfect, even as adults. And that's okay. That's okay.
0: I appreciate everything. I will listen to you. And yes, we need to stick up together and try to make a difference on our grandkids or, you know, and the future generation because they're clueless.
2: (laughs) Yes. And I've heard it's hard for them to hold on to jobs, you know, like the older generation, you'd stick with your job for 20 or 30 years, but maybe this younger generation has it figured out. Maybe she
0: won't work. She will not work
2: oh that's a whole other oh. that's a whole other Oprah sorry <laughs> that's a whole other. that's a whole nother call well yeah. feel free to if you have a further vents i encourage people to either do what you did and i can send you the link and we record uh the vent or if you something else comes up feel free to email me at ear of a sister at gmail.com and i can read the vent over the air and it really does help it's helped me because i have been in the position and i have questioned Silently, my adult children's choices, but just to like vent it out helps me live with their decisions that I can't have any control over.
0: <laughs> Appreciate it so much. Thank you so
2: much. Thank you. Okay, right now on the line, I have with me both parents. I have Tish and Chris, and they would like to vent about adult children still living at home. Welcome, Tish and Chris. My ear is Thank here. You. Let the venting begin. Right.
1: <laughs> well, I guess we could start with um, basically what our hopes and dreams were once our son graduated from high school. So he basically graduated from high school, did really well in high school. He got a full ride scholarship to UC Irvine. Wow, nice. Yes, went to UC Irvine for the first year and a half. And I guess pretty much hated it. Yeah. He didn't really do well in his classes and decided, you know what, this school or just school in general is just not for me.
3: Well, the truth of the matter is he got a girlfriend when he was leaving oh. high school. <laughs> and so his mind was split between being on campus down in Irvine and then being out here with this person, uh, which a great girl. I mean, it's wrong, but it just wasn't focused on the future.
2: Well, that's that's really tough, but he's back at home now, right? So what is it that's what's the difficult thing, or how did you guys adjust to having an adult child move back home? I've been there myself, but did you guys just have a, have to establish like rules or chores or or um, rent or what what are you guys doing?
1: Well, we when he came back home, we had to he had to come up with a plan. We were like, okay, well, what is it you want to do? And he said, Mom, I think I really want to go into acting. <laughs> so we were like okay acting great what's your plan okay and then he was like okay I'm gonna you know go to some acting schools and you know really try to connect with people because we actually do have connections with people who are in the, in the industry that could basically open doors for him that kind of thing nothing ever happened with that so then he changed it and said you know what that's not for me I want to be a DJ hmm so, Clothing designer. So we so were like, okay, that's fine. What's your plan? He said, I'm going to get some equipment. I'm going to start doing some parties. He goes and buys a turntable. The turntable is now collecting dust in his a room. box in the
3: garage.
2: Yeah. <laughs> how does he have funds to buy a turntable? Was he, does he have a job while he's at home or how does that work? He mm. was doing a little, a, yeah. he was doing
1: a little bit of work here and there. Like I think at a little fast food place, mm. you know, that kind of thing. Um, And then he changed it to cyber. No, no, no,
3: no. Gaming. gaming. Oh, he's a gamer now. That's, gaming. that's what he
2: does. <laughs> that is such a common like <laughs> dream of children of this, of this generation. It's. Hard for us to imagine that, but you know, uh I looked into it more. Mm-hmm. There are people who make a living doing that.
1: Well, now we came up with a plan to where uh, for a while he was just kind of spinning his wheels and we were going crazy because we're like we're supporting a grown adult. So yeah. we developed like this chart where he had to fill out week to, <laughs> week by week how many jobs he applied to. Um what's the result of those jobs like oh, did you get an interview you, that kind of thing and we had him sit down every sunday and we had
2: to go over this list of what he did during the week and oh my was- gosh we did the same thing ours was like every friday night okay so where did you apply what happened and I, because honestly you know when you just feel so anxious for your kid to get moving you mm-hmm. want to ask them every day but i'm like i'm going to drive my kids crazy i need to be quiet shut my mouth go on a walk and just wait till friday
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely absolutely oh. yes so from the result of that he ended up getting a seasonal part-time job um with a computer company and it ended up being permanent so now he's there permanently he makes pretty decent money if he worked well he he has the opportunity to work a lot of hours so he makes pretty decent money. So now we're like trying to get him to utilize that opportunity in the company that he's in to move up and branch off.
3: And that's pretty much where we're staying.
1: And that's kind of where we're
2: at. So now you are in this part and Mm -hmm. I'm right there with you of just trying to be patient. Yes. These people that we love so much that we want their success and their happiness to come quickly because it's hard. Mm -hmm. How do you guys cope with it i mean like i've always talked about i have to go on walks i do yoga i mm. like dark chocolate i like a shot of bourbon i mean this is i have to do something to to let myself be patient what do you guys do to like
3: the hammer patient? and she's a soft landing
2: oh what so, was it i missed the first part of what you said chris
3: i'm the hammer okay and soft, soft landing so I've walked away from the situation because apparently I am too hard.
1: <laughs>
3: um, although it causes movement and he is let's just say he's extremely comfortable at this particular right. Show.
1: but how is how are you coping with it? She's asking how are you- I
3: walk away. <laughs> that's not coping. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, that's one strategy though to keep you I mean, just walk my walking away is I need to go on a walk. They yeah. hear me say that. I think I need to go on a walk. Yeah, and that's code for I feel like screaming at you. There's nothing I can do. I recognize you as an adult, but you're in my house. Mm-hmm. I need to go get some space. Right? What about you, Tish. I mean, if you're not walking away, how are you? Um,
1: I definitely take me time. I use the gym. I go to the gym two or three times during the week, so that's helpful. I have I have girls' nights out. Uh, so that helps we take time away for ourselves oh that's wonderful connect and make sure that we're in a good place um and also I kind of just look at the positive you know when I hear stories about people whose adult children are out on drugs and stealing and just they're billing their kids out of jail and you know we have friends in those situations and I'm like wow we're nowhere near there.
3: <laughs> so, so we're grateful. He's he's a get. Oh, both our kids are great kids. Um, again, never visited them in jail. We've never had any negative things that have gone on. It's just as parents, you have hopes of you know seeing some catapulting in there to moving forward. And one of the reasons we want we don't mind them staying home, but it is to help build your. Um, one, your, 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 I guess their mentalness, you know, growing older and getting into adulthood, but also savings. So I'm big on savings, yeah. your money to work for you. So his ultimate thing staying home is make money and let's get your money saved and invested. So it's working for you. So when you do finally get out on your own, because you ain't staying here forever, it is you can go into purchasing and moving forward and having a, an easier life because you understand money versus I'm just starting out at 32, 35, whatever the number is. And I'm starting from the bottom because I spent everything because I want to buy shoes, clothes, and all this other ridiculous stuff that's out there.
2: Oh my gosh. I've, I've taken also to telling myself it's okay. They're in their twenties. Twenties are for trying to figure yourself out. I'm just going to be patient, but when they hit 30, I'm really going to have to, you know, Mm. I'm thinking, because part of me is thinking, well, it is okay in your twenties. I mean, I didn't know exactly what I was doing with my life in my twenties. I changed my life. I didn't really like kind of settle into a career until 30. So sometimes I I don't know if I'm lying to myself when I say that, or if I'm just saying that to help myself cope with their indecision or, you know, what we're well, having to do here.
3: We've been teaching them. So, you know, because of the field I'm in, I mean, well before 18 on so my goal for them to save 10 grand a year. I don't care if you know what you want to do as a career or you don't know, but everyone can still make money while in their younger years. And if, again, stop blowing it, we can put, you can have fun, but you can also put that away. So therefore, when you figure it out and you really want to be on your own, you're not starting starting from ground zero like we did because we had no idea how money worked and no one was teaching us. They at least have the game of being taught that information, but you got to put in the effort at the same time to to, you know, make income, have fun, but make income. So therefore, you're just off in a better situation.
2: Well, that sounds like really good advice because it sounds like you have a really balanced approach. You're saying safe, but have fun. You said that twice, like have fun, have yeah. fun. So I think that's going to catch the ear of young people because they do want to enjoy life. And sometimes I think that this younger generation that, you know, isn't all about working 60 hours and going crazy. Maybe they haven't figured out. Maybe we're the ones who have it wrong. <laughs> you know, maybe they're figuring out the balance of life better than we ever did because I'm just like, oh no, I can never take a day off. I got to work. I got to work. You know, maybe they're going to have a more balanced life than we had at their age.
1: No, Absolutely.
3: but I feel like they're
2: doing it on our dime.
3: Dad right there. Okay.
2: Thank you. But well, that's, that's the tough part there. And I'm like, okay,
3: yeah. I, I don't know. That don't work for me.
2: You know, so Where a- does it come to the point? I mean, where do you, where do you guys stand on like charging your kid rent? I mean, I had to explain this to my, my mother-in-law who's from a different culture. She was like, well, why do they have to move out? Mm-hmm. And. And I'm like, um, well, uh, why don't they want to, was my question. So <laughs> I like eight, I was out at, I graduated high school at 17. I moved out. I've never been back. I mean, it was like, yes, it was exciting to be on my own. His target
1: rent is supposed to be $2,400. 2400 it's supposed to be. Now, does he hit that every month? No. Yeah.
3: That's... Yeah. Now, wow. some will say that's excessive. And I want it to be excessive because if you're not forced to go make income, you're not going to make income, which is kind of what he's he's doing in little, or, or some younger folks do. But also part of that income, yes, to help the household because you are eating here, showering here, using all electricity and all that that goes with it. But a lot of that, uh, um, the in half of that savings goes into his investment account. So therefore, he can get moving. So again, and twenty four hundred. If if you think about society and where things are nowadays, that's not money. That's rent in one bedroom apartment. A lot of times.
2: You're absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. So are you guys still having like weekly meetings, or is it things kind of settled into a routine with them?
3: Can't do weekly. We do monthly. Yeah. But it's the same thing every week because it's it's the same fight over and over again. Or you know, you you walk away from the meetings like I think he's got it. Fantastic. <laughs> it's
2: wonderful. Okay. We're we're taking off now.
3: And then this next month is the same damn thing all over again.
2: I'm glad but, that your sons have you guys as role models. I think it's great that you've got the hammer in the soft spot. They've got to be able to like pull something from either side of that. Yeah. That's amazing. We're not pulling our kids out of jail, and there might be some of those people who are. Mm-hmm. Or I could have, you know, three grandkids that I'm trying to help them raise. Mm-hmm. At this point, they're still at this point, I don't know. Um, still, just have themselves to worry about. I never claim to know everything about my kids. You know, you just never really know. Thanks yeah. for listening to the Ear of a Sister podcast and yeah. well, great having you. We
3: appreciate it.
1: We we appreciate
2: have you having us. Thank you. Thank you. So, I have an interesting new feature that I'm adding to the podcast, and this came out kind of organically. It is a section called. I can laugh at it now. So this is for some parents who contacted me that have already been through the struggles of raising adult children. And now when they look back on that time when they were going through their transition, they are laughing at a lot of the things that they found um, unsettling originally. So with that, I hope you guys can uh, stay tuned to the next episode that is going to debut my I can laugh at it now section. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you'd like to contribute, please email me at earofasister at gmail.com. Once again, earofasister at gmail.com.